Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Hope you all had a great weekend. It is Monday. It is a little less than a month now until the NFL Draft, which, of course, means the imminent return slash launch of the Cheesehead TV Pro Football Draft Guide. Launching on Wednesday. People, you still got time. About 48 hours left to get that pre-sale price of $12.99. Get on it. You can go to the homepage at cheeseheadtv.com. You'll find the link over to your right. I'll put it in the description of this video once it's up. People, do it. You want it. You know it. You need it. You love it. Seriously, it is a labor of love for a lot of people. It is absolutely impressive each and every year. Every year, I'm kind of blown away by the depth of the analysis, the amount of care and love that goes into it from everybody who contributes. Um it's huge. It's big. It covers everything, including punters, just for Corey Banke. Make sure you get the pre-sale price locked in in these next two days. Uh, like I said, the link is there on the homepage at cheeseheadtv.com. You'll want to check it out. What's up, everybody? Good to see everybody in the comments section. Krista, good morning. Gary, hello. Hope you're well. Dennis, of course, is here. Alan, good morning. Tony, what's going on? Uh, Dennis, Peter Bukowski showed an interesting PFF analytic on draft wide receivers. New order, Drake London, Justin Ross, George Pickens, Sky Moore, Christian Watson, Garrett Wilson, Chris Ola. You know, Dennis, uh, the PFF, uh, great, awesome. Um, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to uh, the metrics of any one player. I know RAS scores, RAS scores are pretty damn important when it comes to trying to find out who the Packers might have their eye on. But outside of that, I'll stick to the tape. That's just me. Also, it's about projecting what these guys will do going forward, not about what they've done against the future gym teachers of America. Um, I really like Christian Watson, though. Man, I've been watching his tape. Whoo, baby. I think I said this last week. You guys can scratch him off your lists because I really like him, which means the Packers will never take him in a million years. Jeezy, baby, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. What's more Wisconsin? Friday fresh fries, brandy old fashions, or night? <laughs> or night? <laughs> Is that supposed to be a something night? 
Uh, yes is the answer to that question, GZ baby. It's the only correct answer. Marshall, thank you for the super chat. Morning, Nags. Pat McAfee catching a stone cold stunner was the highlight of the weekend. I saw the highlight, literally the highlight of uh, his appearance there. I I gotta be honest. I, I love that Pat does this. I know it's like a lifelong obsession and dream for him. It'd be kind of like me getting to do something with the Packers. Like I'm, I love it. But I do sit there, and every time I see a clip because I never watched the actual thing, but I see a clip of anything having to do with pro wrestling. I'm always like, how do people watch this? I, I don't know. It, it's just not for me. But I, like I said, I know it's his thing. I know he's loving life, and I'm really happy he got to do it. Chris, thanks for the super chat. Nags, I don't know if you took any time out of your weekend to watch WrestleMania. No, I did not, other than the clip you just mentioned. Pat had a good match. Then they did him dirty versus the boss. Good morning, by the way. Uh, no, yeah, I saw the the clip. Uh, with Vince McMahon and, and and Pat, and that was it. Wrestling, exactly. Uh, that's the way, I guess. Mm. Andrew, it's George Pickens with the pick. I, Andrew, I wouldn't hate it. Um, you guys know I'm I'm very much let the professionals do their job, and once these guys, these young men, these prospects become Green Bay Packers, then I'm all in. But until then, you know, we're all going to have our our personal uh, likes and dislikes when it comes to draft prospects. But at the end of the day, it doesn't amount to a whole lot. I mean, I do remember a whole lot of learned draft Knicks not really appreciating the Rashawn Gary pick, and they all look pretty foolish right now. So I, I just, man, it, it, I get it. Like, I totally get it. Like, I want to be informed heading into the draft, but I don't get hopes up for particular picks because – once they don the green and gold, once they have that G on their helmet, then I'm all in and then I take the deep dive. But until then, man, I just want to know where they went to school, what was their production like, and then, you know, possibility of a scheme fit. And that's it. That's all I need. You know, that's about that's about the extent of myself. Now, I know, God forbid, don't take this as me trying to tell someone how to fan because I most certainly am not. You fan how you want to fan. God knows the draft industrial complex has created something way beyond what we ever thought it would become when we started doing the draft guide back in 2011, I think it was Um, like even then. And now it was just a way for Packers fans to look at draft prospects through the lens of the green and gold. And that is still, you know, the whole purpose of the draft guide, but man, I never in a million years would have thought that when we started doing the draft guide over a decade ago, that the whole kind of draft content arena would be what it is now. Because holy cow, it's a lot. Jeff, thanks for the super chat. Bakhtiari is 30 and coming off a major injury. When do we start looking for a replacement? Not yet. Uh, He can play well into his 30s. Um, And look, where did Bakhtiari come from? He came from day three of the draft. If they take somebody, a tackle, say, in day three of the draft this year and they uh, get him ready to play in the next year or two. If Bakhtiari's play maybe doesn't reach its past level or it falls off or the injury catches up to him or he gets injured again, etc. Um, the best way to go about this is growing your offensive line. The good thing for the Packers, at least, is they have shown pretty significant, you know, ability to find starters on day three. And now that's not to say that it's automatic. Still got to do the work, obviously, which they do. Um, but I think it's a bit early to start looking for Bakhtiari's replacement at this point. Now, again, a lot of factors there. 
we'll see once the season kicks off or hell, even training camp kicks off how he looks, how he's moving, how level of play he is. But assuming as it seems to be that they are, and he is that he step back, steps back into the lineup without issue. I think it's a bit early. Kevin, thanks for the super chat. Hi, Nags. Random stranger asked me, asked what my whole lot, my lot of ball game left shirt meant. I explained, turned out she was a cancer doc. She plans to use the phrase to encourage her patients doing good work, sir. Oh, that's fantastic. I love to hear that. A lot of ball game left. Always a lot of ball game left, people. Love that. Soder, thanks for the super chat. Pumped for the impending drop of the Boutique Packer Draft Guide, but I realized its availability coincides with my root canal. Excitement checked. <laughs> Soder, well, now you have something to uh, read in the waiting room and then post up. I'm, I'm trying to look on the bright side here, buddy. That's that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I, I, I apologize. Yash Nyman is developing. Mickey is, absolutely. Um, I think he is a possibility, but who knows where he lands contractually, uh, where his play continues to impress and or develop or drop off. He's a younger player, so hopefully still trying to reach his ceiling. But I do think planning on Yash being the, the, the replacement for Bakhtiari long term is a bit of a stretch, especially considering they didn't even trust him to play in a playoff game after he played for... X number of weeks in favor of a gimpy Billy Turner at left tackle. No, no. What do you mean? Me? Still kind of bitter about that decision? I I don't know what you're talking about. Not me. No. Uh, I think the Packers are going to move up in the draft and only give up their 29th, you mean 28th pick and third round pick to get to 15 or I'm wrong. You could be wrong here. You could be right. I think they'd have the third round to get to 15. I think they might have to give up another pick. I can't remember, obviously, off the top of my head. I'd have to look at the draft value chart, but you could be right. Brandy, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Jordan Davis at 22. Christian Watson at 28 is something I can definitely get behind. Logan, uh, hey, from your YouTube comments to the draft God's ears. Uh, I I would do cartwheels. Unfortunately, I don't think Jordan Davis is going to be there at 22, but you never know. You know. Every year we hear, oh, that guy will never be there, and that guy is not only there, but he gets passed up and drops like maybe out of the first round. I don't think that's going to happen with Jordan Davis, but, man, I would absolutely 1 billion percent be on board with Jordan Davis at 22. I would do cartwheels. I would sing. I would sing. The Frank Sinatra song of your choice if if uh, if Jordan Davis is there at 22. And the Packers select him. The Packers have to select him, obviously. Good Lord. Dave, thanks for the super chat. Packers need some additional edges that are good setting the edge. Seems like stopping the run with a light box and playing coverage is the goal these days. Uh, I mean, Dave, that's pretty much the goal throughout the NFL, right? I mean, the whole kind of new wave of defense is you're, you're in nickel 75 to 80% of the time. You only have those two big bodies up front for the majority of the time. So, yeah, those edge guys have to not only be able to hold the edge in the run game, but, yeah, they have to be able to turn those hips and get out into space when called upon for coverage purposes. But, you know, I think more often than not, you saw last year in this scheme, especially the way Joe wants to call it, there's a lot, there's a majority of the time it's a four-man rush, right, where those four guys are working in concert 
So it's still a four-man front. Yeah, you do want that athletic ability on the edge for the reasons you state. Um, and the Packers, I think they're good with their starters, but absolutely agree. They they are in desperate need of depth. Now, as we've been saying with wide receiver, there's a lot of time between now and week one for them to build that up, whether that is through free agency or the draft. But it is certainly one of those areas that it's funny because wide receiver has been taking up so much of the kind of content oxygen, so to speak. There are a number of other spots, like whether it's outside backer, whether it's uh, offensive tackle or whether it's safety that are you know certainly in need of some major replenishment that you know aren't getting the kind of shine that wide receiver is but they are certainly needs there's no doubt jeezy baby thanks again would you trade either of our first rounders for dk not a first rounder no no i'd trade a second rounder for him that's just me but um yeah not a first rounder yeah not not when you've got the ability to get that fifth-year option on a player. That's five years' worth of control on a young player on a cheap contract because that's the other thing. DK is entering the last year of his deal. You're going to have to re- at least pro- probably have to renegotiate a long-term extension, and then you're giving up a first-rounder? No, thanks. No, sir. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? <laughs> Packer fan. No receivers. We have no receivers. Sound the alarm. LOL. Just kidding. Well stated. Fly me to the moon. Logan, I will sing fly me to the moon. If Jordan Davis is available at 22 and the Packers select him on April 28th, I think it is on, on first night of the draft. If, if that happens, if they select Jordan Davis at 22, I will sing fly me to the moon. It now, if Jordan Davis drops to 28 and they take him at 28 bets off. I mean, deals off. But yes, if Jordan Davis is there at 22, Packers select him. I will sing Fly Me to the Moon. There you go. Hmm. Shadid, what's up? Nags, curious question for you. And I've been meaning to ask who composed the music for Extra Cheese? It reminds me of a theme song from Laura Mar Telepictures from the 80s. That's a good question. I'm not sure who the who the artist is. I'll have to check and find out. We have a library that we have access to for universal music that has literally hundreds of thousands of songs. I just found it, thought it was cheesy and fun and used it as the theme for extra cheese, but I will find out and I will let you know. Who says Gary's a bust? Ben, have you ever been on Twitter? A lot of people say Gary's a bust, or at least they used to. They've gone kind of quiet lately, though. Interesting. Not sure why that is. Alex, thanks for the super chat. After the read signing, why are mock drafts still having the Packers taking defensive line in the first round would seem like a waste of a high pick? No, sir. It would be the perfect use of a high pick because Reed is a one-year deal investment, whereas with your first round pick, you want to collect talent. You want to build your roster. And with the first round pick, it is a long term investment those are the supposed to be the building blocks of your roster and just because reed is there on a one-year deal doesn't mean you don't want to take a first round pick at defensive line i get i get this a lot and people kind of i guess think of it as their fantasy draft maybe it's furthest thing from that ted thompson always used to talk about it. you want to invest in these guys especially with premium picks you want guys that are going to be there long-term. It's one of the reasons they used A.J. Dillon when they still had Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. You, if, if that is the best player on your board, 
you absolutely lock him in with that first round pick because then you have five years worth of control on a player like Kenny Clark back in the day. You know, I was very much probably the last draft where I was like all in on the Packers selecting a player and they were about, they were supposedly reportedly going to take Mac. Um, and then the last kind of second, they looked, they consulted again with the doctors and said, you know, we're not so sure about the knee. And they took Kenny Clark and I was very despondent, but man, I am so happy that they made that choice because they locked up Kenny for five years and now they signed him to an extension and he has become a building block on the defensive side of the ball. And that is what you are looking for in the first round. You're looking for those building blocks, those pillars of your roster. And just because you've signed somebody in free agency on a one-year cheap deal doesn't mean, oh, we're done with that position. Now, yes, if you have like a number of guys at a spot where, you know, you've got plenty of talent and it's young and it's locked in for long term, then, yeah, you probably knock that down positionally uh, a little bit. But there's nothing they've done this offseason at all that should preclude them from taking a defensive lineman in the first round. Now, it's every possibility that someone worth taking isn't available at that point, And then they go to a different position. But if a Reed is there or the other guy from Georgia, if one of those monsters are there and available and they have a first round grade on him, they should a billion percent select him. No question about it. Uh, what else we got? Marshall. Thanks for the super chat. Sing my way with Gudikin singing background. <laughs> I like it, Marshall. I like it. Dave, thanks for the super chat. Heard someone call Jelani Woods the angry moose would look awful good in green and gold. I like angry moose. That's good. That that screams t-shirt is what it screams. So hopefully we get some angry moose action up in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brandy, good question. Howard's contract just priced Jair out of Green Bay or no? No. I know lots of people are kind of trying to draw or have drawn the parallel between what happened with Devante and the Hopkins deal. And now what happened with the Howard deal down in Miami and what it could mean for Jair. And there's obviously one monster difference. Uh, The Packers balked at uh, guarantees past that first year for Devante, a wide receiver who is about to hit 30 as opposed to, Jair Alexander, a corner who's literally about to hit his prime. Uh, There is zero doubt in my mind. I don't have any inside information on this other than that. I know that they are still talking, but there is zero doubt in my mind. The Packers will get to whatever number they need to, to lock up Jair and whatever structure they need to, to make sure that he sticks around. Um, He is one of their building blocks. One of those things I was just talking about a guy that they selected in the first round. He is a building block on their roster, a pillar of their defense. And one of the best defensive players in the league. Yeah, they will find a way to get it done. Jeezy Baby, thanks for the super chat. Do you think Goots would do transplants? Yeah, we've talked about it. Um, he's actually been on my podcast a couple times back when I was on the beat. Uh, we have a really good relationship. I've asked him to be on during the season before. He's not comfortable with that. But maybe after the draft, uh, we'll we'll have a special transplant just so we can talk to him. But um, I don't think we'd ever get him on in season. But in the offseason, it might happen, definitely. Uh, number one Packer fan. I've learned over the years to separate my fandom from real life. Good, good call. I don't work for the Packers. I am a fan of the Packers. So I'll just stay in my lane, enjoy the ride or not. LOL. I mean, I get it. I get why this stuff takes people over. I mean, 
fucking look at the room I'm in, for God's sakes. Look at this. I mean, this is my life. The Packers are my life. I can't avoid it, right? But it is kind of this fractious line that people seem to maybe cross a little bit when it comes to, okay, the team didn't do what I wanted them to in the offseason. So now it's the worst front office. Goody doesn't know what he's doing. It's like all that stuff that it like over the years, like it used to really bug the shit out of me. Now it just kind of bugs me and I mostly just let it slide. But, you know, I just, it's just interesting to me that people let, let it affect them to that level, you know, to like a level where they get really kind of awful about it. I don't know. That's just me. Chris, I missed it. I w- I hit yours before. What are you talking about? Hold on. Hold on. Rewinding. Got that one. Got that one. Got that one. Get that one. Chris, is this it? Do you think Rogers okay on Devontae trade after re-signing in his comments this past weekend could be an admission of guilt for s- staring him down often? Uh, I didn't read it as an admission of anything. Um no, I don't. I, I didn't read it like that at all. That's just me. Um, I mean, I can see how it might read like that, but no. Uh, what do you think this new O line will look like, Isaiah? Good question. I mean, we have to wait and see what they do in the draft, right? And I do think, I still think there's a possibility they bring back Dennis Kelly. Don't ever forget they brought Kelly in way late last off season. Um, but right now, I think it's Bakhtiari. Runyon, Myers, Newman, and then probably Yash at right tackle. But uh, there's a long way to go. And obviously, whenever Jenkins is healthy and ready to go, he'll be kind of inserted into that mix. But right now, I think that that would be your starting five. And I think they'd be really good. Mm. The draft makes me understand I understand nothing. It's a really good way of looking at it, Brandy. No doubt about it. All right, everybody. I I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please, please, please do me a favor. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 